Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. Joining me today is a million different people. We got Brandon. <laughs> you, you can find him on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. We have Josh. Uh, I was All right, we'll go with Josh. We'll, we'll do Alex last. <laughs> we have Joshua <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> new, Chargers, new Chargers running back, former UCLA running back. He's been on... Uh, I think this is third time. Uh, we always have fun. <laughs> Welcome back. You're just a recurring guest now. And then, yeah. most specially, we have Alex Katzen, who is on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can find, find him on Twitter, at Alex Katzen. How are you doing today, Josh? Man, I'm doing excellent, bro. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for having me, man. I feel like, a, like you said, I feel like I'm a regular, man. Like, I want to sit at the table. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, always. Uh I mean, you're doing good now. I heard, I saw on Instagram you got hacked. Did you yeah, get hacked? bro. Yeah, it's crazy. So I remember I was doing my little, I was doing my story, and then after that I finished. I just get a message, and this guy was like, "Hey, it took so long, but I finally got you. Now you can say goodbye to all your stuff." I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, it was crazy. And all of a sudden, people were messaging me like, "Look, I think you got hacked. Change your password." So then, yeah, man, my girlfriend, she came super clutch. And um, she pretty much fixed all of it. So she left the two-factor authentication mode, got my password, and then, uh, yeah, man, we beat it from there. <laughs> that is so wild. <laughs> it really is. part of some guy's heist. He's like, ah, I got Josh <laughs> Kelly now. Yeah. I was like, dang, like the way he messaged me, I was like, this dude was planning this for some time now. <laughs> yeah, like you said on Instagram, though, shout out Michaela with the save. Yes, Michaela came in clutch. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad everything worked out. Um, so you know what we're going to be talking about mainly today, but we, I'd be remiss if we didn't ask you, since you did get drafted a couple months ago, starting off, how has your quarantine experience as an NFL rookie been? <laughs> oh, man, it's like I said, it's the most unusual time to be just a rookie right now, just knowing like, dang, like you don't have much time to do OTAs. We did virtuals. So it's interesting, you know, but um, it's been interesting. You just got to really just go with the flow right now. So we had our virtual session. So we're just training right now on our own and trying to stay safe from everything. So overall, it's been a good experience, though. Yeah, man. And uh, recently uh, it was announced that both L.A. teams, the Chargers and the Rams, are going to be on hard knocks. Are you excited (laughs) for that? Are you going to be like Jonathan Abram last year, like chasing the cameras around so that you're always on camera, or are you going to be hiding from them the whole time? <laughs> knowing me, knowing me, I think I'm going to be the person who's hiding. Uh, for, I think, uh, I don't know, man, the spotlight, the camera, I don't think that's me. During training camp, I'll just be in my playbook, going to meetings and practice. That's all I'm going to be worried about. <laughs> so it's a it's a repeat of all american i'll be out there looking for you and you're nowhere to be found <laughs> <laughs> for real that's real talk yeah exactly <laughs> man and uh do you have any specific games circled yet that you're just excited for man all of them honestly all of the games because this will be the first time i'll be a pro so lord willing you know i get a chance to play in all those games so i'm excited man because all these teams, man, you grew up watching these teams, playing them in Madden. Now it's like, damn, time to suit up against them. So I think it's going to be special to go up against every single team. Plus, and and not even to, to downplay, like growing up watching them, you're growing up, I assume, being a Chargers fan. 
yeah yeah exactly yeah or at least around there growing up in that area and then now you get to stay home and play with a team with the best uniforms in the league that's right hey man that's good you mentioned that yeah you already know what time it is we for sure got the best you know powder blue that gold that white come on no one else better have you gotten any any special merch yet are you rocking Um, it all the time sheesh man I, i definitely got a shirt but we haven't been able to go to the facility to get everything else. Well, I, I've been rocking that one shirt we got, the new logo. It's so nice, man. It's Chargers got a whole lot of drift, man. <laughs> All right. Well, the first thing, this will this will segue into the what we what I wanted to talk about a lot, just randomly. <laughs> but talking about rocking a shirt after you got drafted in in the announcement video, you were rocking a My Hero Academia. Shirt. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I was uh, like. Yo, what's good? <laughs> That's the That's last right. thing I expected to see. Um, mm. So I wanted to talk a little about talk a little bit about anime. I know your Instagram profile picture is uh, is you rocking <laughs> the Naruto headband. Yeah, um, I was like, wow, this this dude's a nerd. I didn't know. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I am officially. I'm a huge nerd. I'm a huge anime guy. Like. It's been that way ever since I was young. Uh, I'm not sure what you guys grew up on, but Cartoon Network at the time just had a whole bunch of anime come on at night. And like Saturday night would be Toonami, and then we will watch a whole bunch of animes, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. Bleach. So Bleach, exactly. Bleach was there, Full Metal Alchemist. It was a whole bunch, so oh. I watched everything. Yeah, well, for me, I know some people, not everyone considers it an anime, but it is that style was Avatar. As a, yeah. as a as a kid, I remember oh, every yeah. every uh, every night whenever the DVDs came out, I shared a room with my with my older brother. We would drive to Walmart at midnight, make them drag it out <laughs> the back, and then go home and watch the DVD. Yes, exactly. Avatar, like you said, it's not officially anime, but it, it might as well be. Um, it's a classic. It's a classic. I've been doing a lot of polls, and I, there's a whole bunch of Avatar fans out there. And I'm especially like, wow. now that it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's yeah, probably why. Say. That's true. That's probably why. I'm like, there's no way Avatar is better than Dragon Ball Z. But everyone's <laughs> just so nostalgic right now. It's crazy, man. <laughs> well, what is your favorite anime? It's tough. I love... Man, I, I gotta say Naruto. Naruto's my favorite okay, one. Okay, it gives me yeah. it gives me a little bit of every single one. It has emotional appeal to it. It has the cool attacks, the cool character designs, a good story. It's dope. It's all around. I think the best one. One of my friends wanted me to ask you this specifically, because uh, I knew you were gonna say Naruto. I haven't watched that much Naruto. <laughs> I didn't grow up on Naruto. And I was like, hey, what should I ask him about Naruto? He he wanted me to ask you if Sakura was useless. Oh man, this is a great question. So this is an inside <laughs> joke to all Naruto fans. Sakura is the most useless character in the show. Like if you watch the show, she does nothing the whole entire show. It's crazy, man. So yes. Someone finally understands out there too. <laughs> That's jokes. All right, um, I just I gotta ask you real quick. Go ahead. If you have like a breakaway run, any chance you do a little Naruto run? Me like lean forward. That is hilarious. Please come with of... a Naruto run. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought about hey, it. You know, I thought please about it. do it at some please point. <laughs> you get so much clout from it. <laughs> Hey man, we touched on it a little bit, but what was the first one that you remember watching? Mm-hmm. 
All right, so the first anime I ever remember watching was, I'm not sure if you guys will know, but it was Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, Sailor Moon, Yu Yu Hakusho, and um, Dragon Ball Z. Those were the first three. I think Sailor Moon was the first one, though, because it, it kind of got like a Power Ranger type of vibe, but it was just with female characters, and I was like, what is this? This is cool. And then it turned out to be an anime, and then Dragon Ball Z came after that, and Yu Yu Hakusho. So those were what got me hooked into it. Right, and uh, if you could have one anime character as a teammate, who would it be and what position would they play? Oh, one anime character. Oh, this is... Someone wow. you think about. Oh, this is different. All right. Because the guys that are coming up to my head is Naruto, Sasuke, All Might. Um, this dude named Light Yagami. Like, they're all smart inspirational and good leaders imagine running down the field with oh, all might as a blocker <laughs> i know exactly i Unstoppable. think for real somebody like him i think all might would definitely motivate me i think he would be someone that's like dang this dude's motivating he's inspirational and he's strong like i think he probably would be the perfect football player but then again naruto and sasuke are fast so it's like well <laughs> i think if i had to go with one though you gotta go with Goku. <laughs> Goku. Uh, I mean, Superman. <laughs> Super Saiyan Goku. He's unstoppable, man. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not. It's never a bad choice at all. <laughs> he says never a bad choice. Yeah. I mean, having literally Sorry. Superman on your team. Yeah, is... exactly. We'll win every game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but kind of in a similar way. But if you could have one power or quirk, what? What, do you, what would you choose? What would you want? How would it help you on the football field? Ooh, one power, one court. Okay. Oh, man, this is crazy. So, all right, so I'm going I'm to choose a unique power. I'm going to say, <laughs> I think reading minds would be dope. I think that's the one I would choose because it's like, if I choose something like super speed, it wouldn't make the game fun anymore because it's like, well, I can just tap into super speed. But if I chose something like reading minds, I can play around with it and try to outsmart my opponent and the coordinators. That'll give me a lot of satisfaction. There you go. I mean, hey, yeah, it, that is, I that one didn't even come to my mind, but that is a, that is a great <laughs> no, choice. That, wow. That's a he's great a, one for football. A, that's yeah. a great one. <laughs> exactly. Be like, ooh. This is the defense they're coming out with. Well, they're going to do. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, maybe oh, that's why Luke Keekley was in the league for so long. Maybe he had that. That's basically he what he did. He did, man. Luke Keekley was a. Yeah, it's crazy. He he's a machine, man. Like his play recognition, his IQ is off the charts, <laughs> man. <laughs> Glad I don't have All to right. go up against him. <laughs> oh yeah, you you lucked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna say you were talking about having like Naruto and Sasuke being fast. I mean, you're basically gonna play that twice a year. You not specifically, but Henry Ruggs out there, basically yeah. is Naruto oh, and yeah, Sasuke. True. Exactly, they got the speed, man. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, so Dylan, I think wrote this question, but I'm gonna ask it. Um. It sounds like you had an anime tournament up on your Instagram, and we were wondering what ended up winning. Yes. Oh, that's the thing. That's why my girlfriend told me. She's like, you're not telling people who wins. And I was like, oh, I'm not. 
Dang. So, that's, <laughs> so, yeah. So, look, as of right now, Avatar is undefeated, which surprised me. So, Avatar beat Naruto and Avatar beat Dragon Ball Z. And, right. and then Pokemon beat Yu-Gi-Oh pretty bad. Like, that wasn't even close. Uh, <laughs> I know. I got a bone to pick with this tournament. All right. <laughs> Dylan wrote this question just so he could complain about the tournament, dude. Oh my this is goodness. maybe not your fault, but whoever your voters are, get your game, step your game up. There's no way Indigo League should have been in the in the finals. I, listen, I love Indigo League. Wow. No way it should have been in the finals. Wow. Now there's so many, so many good answers. There's a personal problem against me now. The Indigo League was by <laughs> far the best series of Pokemon. It was the best series of Pokemon, but it was not the best. It's not the best anime. Listen, it loved it as a kid. (laughs) It's classic, though. Exactly. The first season of Pokemon, it's a. I would say, like, it's up there. All right, but you're going to tell me, you're going to go up and say that Indigo League deserved to be there more than Full Metal Alchemist. Dylan, literally right before this interview, my roommate and I were playing through the new DLC of the Pokemon game that came out on the Switch, so. (laughs) All of the Indigo League, but Brotherhood. Pokemon's too lit. Brotherhood. I haven't even finished Brotherhood, and I can tell you it's... it's, You're right. You're right. my, My favorite anime, I don't know if you've ever seen it, it's called Erased. Oh, I've heard of it, so I've never seen that. It's on, it's on Hulu. It's like 13 episodes. It's by far my favorite. Ugh. Ugh. Wow. Is that good? I loved it. It's Well, it's not like, there's not like, it's not going to be like your your Naruto or your Dragon Ball. It's like a, it's like a mystery thriller kind of thing, but I loved oh. it. It's my okay. favorite. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, go watch it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good time. I'm going to have to check that out because... If you think that is up there, I, th- I mean, better. it's one of the it's it's one of the best like pieces of media that I've consumed. Yeah, it's so good, so many twists and turns. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Gotta go so, check it out. I'll check it out. But you guys, you have any suggestions for what the next battle should be? <laughs> oh, the next, oh, uh, the next one, the next one. Um, let's see. I don't know what all of them have been see we should you should do like my hero versus some have you done my hero yeah i haven't done my hero you gotta gotta throw my hero in there okay for sure are you a hunter x hunter fan anybody um i i've heard of it but i haven't seen one of my friends is watching it very religiously right now i've seen it i i i would i would go through and watch it all but i have not seen it all i see you could do you could do my hero versus hunter x hunter though that's a good point you're right my you, hero is very popular it, it it's well not uh, my hero is gonna end up being the next like naruto and dragon ball <laughs> yeah exactly that's a good one to go up again. all right i'm gonna for sure i'm gonna play around with that okay well the right. um the last the last anime question i that i think that we have here is another one that me and my friends are highly contentious on it's what is the best op and we're gonna use whatever you say as the intro song <laughs> the best the best one okay the very best ah this is this is tough man like some animes have really good ones like i was a huge fan of despite what people thought i like the attack of titans ops i like damn it got me into the war mood i was ready and then you have like just like naruto man naruto has some of the best op music and just visuals like ever it's dope yeah, well, the then always, you'll, you'll fall in love with an OP, and then two episodes later, it'll be completely changed. Exactly. 
I'll be like, I this just, is the best one. It's like it's like with my hero, they go up and down. It's like yeah. someone were like, oh, this is awesome. And then they was like, oh, this is stupid. And then they changed yeah. it again like halfway through the season. I'm like, oh, this is awesome again. <laughs> exactly. I was like, why'd they do that? It makes me <laughs> upset. I think the best one though is Naruto. Naruto opening five. I think that was, if I can remember correctly, I think that was the best one. It's a, oh, yeah. I know. I, I do know that one. You know um, that one? <laughs> yeah. But my favorite personally would have to be, uh, have you ever seen Promise Neverland? Yeah, I love that OP. That it, is a great OP. That, that one gets you going. Damn, that's true. <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> Dude, yeah, think we'll, about that. We're getting your, this. This episode will be introed with a uh, Naruto that uh, OP five. For sure, that'd be dope. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this would be cool. That'd be cool, man. Do that. <laughs> oh man, are you watching any any anime right now, though? Um, uh, so right now I finished quite a bit i finished a lot um so right now man i'm kind of searching just in general what to watch right now because it's tough it's like all right i need something to watch i've watched a ton of them it feels like people are trying to like offer me suggestions like yo watch this watch that but man right now it's just like at the point where I am right now, when I'm watching anime, I want to watch something that's going to blow me away. Like, this is going to be fantastic. So, yeah. if you guys have any recommendations for fantastic, so. Yeah, no, that's, I would say watch Erased. You're going to, okay. it's going to get you in your feels. It's not like super, <laughs> super action-y. Okay, but, Erased. Uh, it'll get you, if you want to laugh, my, f- I know Trevor Fennell is going to get the, okay, oh, I forgot. So, we have a, a writer on here who is big into anime, and I did ask him. He wanted to know if you could tell us, because we've always wondered what his name is from. He wanted to know if you could tell us what his name is from. It's it's like that Bankai life or Bankai. Um, dang, I don't know this one. Let me see. Oh, fake. We're throwing this episode away. <laughs> I feel bad. No, Okay. But um, you oh. should, you sh- if you haven't, you should watch Konosuba. It's, okay. That one's re- that one's really funny. There's no substance okay. at all, but it is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's no substance, but it's a funny one. All there right, if you recommended it, and I'll I'll see, I'll get around to it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But yeah, for Blow Away, I would say a race. That goes to anybody listening. If you like anime or not, I've thrown I've thrown it to people who didn't like anime and they loved it. So <laughs> dope. All right, erase. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sure. awesome all right well i think that about that about does it um this <laughs> is a football podcast <laughs> Man, is it, still, is it? Nah. all right your your viewers are probably like what is going on here Listen, <laughs> even, i'm having a blast that's all that matters to me <laughs> that's jokes. josh kelly interview what the hell is going on <laughs> they, they start off with a, the first couple minutes they're like okay yeah cool this guy seems and then and then <laughs> then we start talking about anime like oh what yeah, they're like, they switch the podcast? For real. <laughs> hey, there's, there, there's nothing else to talk about. So, we don't know if there is going to be football. That's but, uh, true. One can only hope. Exactly, man. <laughs> well, um, good luck this season. I'm sure this won't be the last time we have you on before 2020 ends. But uh, good luck with good luck with everything. Uh, I'm sure you'll do awesome, as always. Um, thank you man yeah and oh do you want to shout anything out maybe uh <laughs> shout out your cameo link 
Oh yeah, that'd be. <laughs> I I got you, man. Thank you, man. So, uh, thanks, guys. Thank you guys for having me. This has been a blast, man. So anytime you want to holler at me, always free to join this show, man. Because I support what you guys are doing. It's dope. So I'm always, man. I'll always be available for the whole nine podcast. So uh, shout. Yeah, shout out to you guys. I got a cameo link, man. So uh, it's dope. Cameo is awesome, man. It's cool. I'm on that now, so I'm able to book things. Also, for me, as just being an African-American person, I want to shout out the Black Lives Matter movement. Things are going on in in America right now. have to shout that out. Got to keep that movement going. And uh, also, man, just want to shout out just people in general who are going through stuff and coronavirus but are working right now. Is dope, man. So, I'm just trying to do that, though. Appreciate you guys, though, man. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Anytime, obviously. Have a For great sure. one. Sure. You too. I'll see you guys. And welcome back. We are now <laughs> uh, moving on to the second segment of the episode where we talk about the AFC West. We're going to be doing our preview. So it's going to be work. Work At the beginning of the week, we have a college football conference preview. And and then in the second episode of the week, we have an NFL division preview. And it just so happened that Joshua Kelly was on, and now we're talking about the AFC West. It didn't just so happen. It was completely on purpose. Yeah, it wasn't just like some weird coincidence. You're like, all right, we talked about the ACC. Now we're talking about the AFC West. There we go. By contrast, I could care less about the ACC, but the AFC West is one of my most anticipated divisions this year. So much. The AFC West is my favorite division because it contains my favorite team. Yes, yes, yes. The Broncos. So we're going to be doing it a little bit differently for the NFL teams than we do. Same basic setup, but it's going to be a little bit different. Um. We're still going to do, so we're going to start off with the uh, three players we're excited to see each. Um, my first player is going to be good old Clydro, Clyde Edwards, Elaire. Um, how could you not be? The dude's going to be so much fun to watch. Perfect system, perfect team, as in everyone around him is good. It's only going to make him better. going to be a fun, fun, fun time. It's, always, it's always a good time to have your quarterback... Uh, begging for them to take you, which is exactly what happened. Patrick Mahomes really, really wanted them to take Clydra there, and they did. Yeah, and uh, my first player is Kenneth Murray. I just, at Oklahoma, I loved him. He's He's got work to do, but he's so athletic and just fantastic side on the sideline speed, and I'm just so excited to see him play in the NFL. And My first one is Jerry Judy. Um my wide receiver won from last year's draft. I thought he was the most polished receiver. Very, very polished route runner. Really excited to watch him next to Cortland Sutton with that offense with Drew Locke. Um, as long as they're not playing the Chargers, I will watch the other 14 games of that offense. Um, and speaking of the uh, the Broncos offense, I think I'm really, really excited to see how Drew Locke does this year. He was fun to watch last season. Well, he had flashes, as in. Um, but... I'm really excited to see him this year because he has so much talent around him now um, and so much help, and that offense just looks killer. Um, Plus, it's his second year as a quarterback. Obviously, things are going to be a little bit better. Um, So, yeah, I think it's going to be 
super super fun to watch and uh someone else who's going to be super super fun to watch is going to be henry ruggs the third who's my second player that i'm excited to see i just can't wait to see his speed against some of these guys that's all i want to say all i'm looking forward to is watching him blow by defenders completely and yeah now we get to see it against nfl and not the citadel or whoever else alabama plays. hopefully he'll actually get michigan now because he's the best receiver on this team and not behind judy and Devonte smith it's true uh sticking with the raiders my second one was lynn bowden jr um <clears throat> he's listed as a running back for the raiders which i think is very interesting um i just hope that gruden designs enough plays for him to do all the things that he's capable of doing and that they don't like pigeonhole him into just into like just a running back role i want him to i want him to like be split out wide and play receiver and like maybe get some wildcat packages yeah pretty much the Taysom hill role which is like with less tight end and Um, like with like a good football player (laughs) yeah 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 more like a like a supercharged ty montgomery role or something like that um but i think it's gonna be really fun to watch him just like zip all around the formation and you know do what he does best which is just run really fast with the ball um i think it's gonna be exciting to see this raiders offense is al davis's dream and then uh my last player i have written down is actually kj hamler um i think he's gonna be awesome in the slot there um i you know we've talked about jerry judy and drew lock uh but like in that offense and that that reason is that i think that there's going to be a lot of open space for kj hamler to make work because you have um Cortland sutton and jerry judy on the outside you have noah fant um albert Ochebunam, um at tight end and uh there's going to be it's they're not going to be able to just focus on kj hamler and i think kj hamler can win a one-on-one based on pure speed so i'm excited to see him it, it, even past this year, I think he's going to have a pretty fun career. Uh, I will say just a little fun fact because Alex mentioned Al Davis. Uh, Al Davis, oh, that's fun. That was a little mic muted. Um, Al Davis actually went to Erasmus Hall in Brooklyn, which is the same place that Curtis Samuel went to, and that's like Curtis Samuel had to be like would have been like his wet dream of a player. <laughs> so it's true. That's, that's just cool. A little parallel, but uh, I did not know that. The third player that I listed is someone who's well-established in the NFL. Everyone knows who he is. It's Travis Kelsey, tight end for the Chiefs. He's been one of my favorite players since his first or second year in the league. Uh, and he just he's so exciting and so energetic all the time. I just love watching him play. And, yeah, every year he's going to be on this list for me. And my last one is also a Kansas City Chief. It is Willie Gay Jr., the rookie linebacker. Um, I don't think that there's a very difficult path for him to be a week one starter for Kansas City. And I think, like, with with the back end, you have Tyron Matthew kind of holding everything down. Up front, you have Frank Clark and the whole defensive line that played really well down the stretch last year. And, like, the one missing piece has been the linebackers. Willie Gay is kind of like that same thing that Brandon was talking about with Kenneth Murray, just like a complete missile all over the field sideline to sideline ability i think he's gonna be really fun to watch um and it's sickening that the chiefs continue to get away with this and then uh moving on to the next segment it's going to be 
what we think is the strongest <coughs> position group in the in the division. This encompasses all teams. Um, and I am going to have to say the pass rush. The pass rush in this division is scary. You got like Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. You got Bradley Chubb, Von Miller. You got um, even Clellan Farrell, who could have a better season. Carl Nassib, Max Crosby. Um, and you have, uh, you know, Alex Okafor, who I always have a soft spot for because he was a former Saint. But uh, yeah, the pass rush in this conference is awesome. Yeah, I uh, I initially put defensive line, but it's I'd, I'd like to say just front four in general for pretty much all these teams have a ton of talent. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, uh, Jarrell Casey, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, which everyone's rushing. Um, the Raiders have just a ton of youth, and Max Crosby's already looking like one of the better young pass rushers in the NFL. Uh, yeah, this whole division is just strong up front. <coughs> And I went on the offensive side of the ball, actually. I picked wide receiver. I think that the the wide receiver is kind of similar to the front four. There's a lot of youth in the division, but I think if all of it pans out like the, the way that we think it should, it will end up being a very, very strong unit. So you have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams with the Chargers. You have Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler with the Broncos. Um, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro even. Um, there's like Nelson Aguilar's on the Raiders now. And then obviously... Tyree Kill and Miko Hardman on the Chiefs, and then maybe Sammy Watkins. Is Sammy Watkins going to play this year, or is he taking that year off? Who knows? I, I don't. I, Who knows? I feel like he'll play, but I, yeah. At yeah, so maybe Sammy it. Watkins. Um, I just feel like all of those duos and/or trios, and then obviously like some people might emerge. I think wide receivers always like one of those positions where guys just kind of come out of nowhere and end up being really, really solid contributors. I just feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of talent and there's a lot of draft capital invested in the wide receiver position in this division. And I think it's by far the strongest position on the offense. Um, and then overall, I think it's it like just barely edges out some of the other position groups that we talked about. And then the next one, the weakest position group is very easy. So we all picked the same thing and it's going to be the linebackers, specifically the, the off ball linebackers. Yeah, yeah like there there are some players out there, but it's like there's Kenneth a couple. Murray's a rookie, so I'm not going to list him as one of the reasons that they're good. Right. Same with Willie uh, Gay. Right. Yeah, exactly. Alexander Johnson. He looked pretty good last year, but that's still just one guy. And then they don't get me started on the Chiefs off-ball linebackers. Uh, Corey Littleton. I'm a big fan of his game, but yeah, two good off-ball linebackers in a division. Not great. Yeah, and then you got like. You got vet guys like Todd Davis and like Nick Nick Kwiatkowski who just came to the Raiders, um, who are kind of like mid tier starters. Denzel Perryman, if he can stay healthy, um, I liked Drew Tranquil last year, but still a young guy, like not really super proven. It's just there's a lot of youth, there's a lot of mid tier veterans. It's not great. And then the next one we also picked all the same is who's gonna win the division. Obviously, it's going to be the Raiders. No, it's, it's the Clearly. Chiefs. <laughs> it's the Chiefs. Yeah. Actually, only one of us wrote the Chiefs. That's oh, yeah. true. Well, me, I put the other ones just say, obviously, duh. duh. And that's what Chiefs. Um, and then uh, for Division MVP, I wrote down... Oh, I, okay, I'll say. Division MVP not named Patrick Mahomes, because I think we want to have a little bit of fun and conversation yeah. here. 
And I looked around it for a while. There are a bunch of really good players, but I have to put Joey Bosa as my MVP. Um, I know it's harder for defensive players to win it, but uh, I think he's going to be have the biggest impact. Um, yeah. Because like, not only... I'll say not only because of him getting better, but they also have a much better secondary this season, which is going to buy him a lot more time to get back there. Um, like with And better linebackers now with Kenneth Murray. I think it's going to buy him a lot more time. And, and uh, yeah, I think he's going to have an awesome, awesome season. Yeah, this one was pretty difficult. I put Drew Locke, I guess, because it's like I feel like you have to list a quarterback – I, I, like that's just how it is now um so yeah I, yeah I just went with the next best quarterback at the moment because even if tyrod is better he's gonna eventually be replaced by justin herbert i refuse to put Carr there that's disgusting um, <laughs> so i figured drew lock i do expect him to improve significantly i expect that whole offense to improve significantly um i counted that i think the broncos will possibly finish second in the division um, so I'm, I'm going to give you. them the little wins there and attribute that also. But it's going yeah. to be a fun time because I think the Chiefs are probably going to finish first, but 2, 3, and 4 can shake out literally any way. Yeah. No I one's agree. set in any way. They all yeah. both are ve- they're all very promising. My MVP pick, um, I picked a wide receiver, which is near impossible these days, but... I didn't want to pick Drew Locke because I have a fundamental disdain for him as a human being. Me as a human being, not him. He's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, as a person, can't get behind Drew Locke. Uh, Derek Drew Carr, so like Brandon said, is disgusting. Uh, Tarod and Justin Herbert are going to split time probably. So I picked Keenan Allen. I think that if the Chargers have a good season, it's going to be because Keenan Allen stepped it up rather than anyone else on that offense austin eckler was someone that i considered for a little bit but running backs just don't get the like volume that you would need to end up as an mvp of a division um you know there are some other guys you could talk about like you know obviously drew lock is one of them if you want to go to the chiefs and say like maybe maybe even like clydro um like other pieces on that offense or something like i think the raiders are just going to suck so i didn't really think about them that hard um, but Keenan Allen, I think if he steps up and has a really, really good year, I think that could propel the Chargers forward. And if the Chargers are bad, it's not going to be because Keenan Allen is bad. It's just going to be because other stuff around him didn't materialize, I feel like. Also, you reminded me, because we didn't say to the stop at the top, for the three players we're excited to see, we're all very obviously very excited to watch Josh Kelly, so we did not put him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we yeah. thought it would we be felt like yeah. <laughs> it was a very We thought it would be choice. unfair. <laughs> um and then so for the next one, uh division division defensive player of the year. I put Division. Division defensive <laughs> player of the year. Division. <laughs> um Division Defensive Player of the Year. I put Joey Bosa as MVP, so obviously I have Joey Bosa winning that as well. Yeah, uh I put Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, because I did consider putting him for MVP, but then I was like, it's gonna go to a quarterback, so why why even why fight it at this point? Um yeah, Honey Badger's one of the best defenders in uh, just across the entire NFL. He's the best slot defender around there, and yeah, he would deserve it. 
I last year I'd say he was probably the best defensive player in the division. I'm not going to take it away from him this year and doubt him. Yeah, I also picked Tyrone Matthew. Um, I thought briefly about giving it to someone like uh, Casey Hayward or something like that. But ultimately, Matthew is just like on a different level from those guys. I feel like he's really like the only established entity outside, like established super, super elite entity in the division. Um, like I said, you have like Casey Hayward and like Chris Harris is still in the division, even though he moved teams. I would say Joey Bosa is established. Um, Joey Bosa, yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like Joey Bo- Joey Bosa, to me, I always worry about the injuries as like a limiting factor for him winning like season long awards, I guess. Um, but like if he does stay healthy, then I could see that. And like you have like a Melvin Ingram or a Von Miller too out there, but like those guys are getting up there now. And so I think Tyron Matthew is just like the, the easy pick. And then, um, man, I'm looking like the bad guy, not the bad guy, bad representation, not picking the LSU players. <laughs> but I did want to be a little bit of a, a contrarian, but offer a little bit something different. And for Division Rookie of the Year, I picked Willie Gay Jr. Um, I just think he's going to come out and kill it on the field. Um, yeah, it's always harder for linebackers to win uh, defensive rookie of the uh, well rookie of the year or like defensive player of the year you know um, but I just I don't know I think Willie Gay is going to be the spotlight in that defense with a weaker linebacker core um, he is very very good at playing football I think his uh, I think his game will translate very very well and you look at the other high profile ones um, like your Justin Herbert uh I don't think he's going to be playing for half the year, so it'll be harder harder for him to be the best rookie in this division. Yeah, and uh, like Alex alluded to before, and he's like, oh, I thought about putting Austin Eckler for MVP, but they don't get the volume. I don't think that's as much of an issue when it comes to rookie of the year, so I put yeah, Clyde edwards Uh I definitely think that even if he doesn't get a ton of touches, he will be very productive with those touches. And... Yeah, Rookie of the Year is always just a wide-open award, and I'm giving it to Cladro here. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Cladro too. I think that he, like, Dylan alluded to it at the top of the segment where he was saying, like, everyone else around him is so good and it's going to elevate him. I think, like, while that's true, I also think that he adds just, like, an another dimension to the Chiefs' offense that they didn't really have last year. Damian Williams was, like, all right and, like, I personally thought that, like, he should have been more talked about as, like, the possible Super Bowl MVP. He had a really good game in the Super Bowl. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just adds, like, another sort of dimension to the offense. And I think that, like you said, Brandon, he's not necessarily going to get the volume, but he's going to be so productive with what he does get that I feel like it's it's pretty it's a pretty safe bet. Um, and then, so we're going to go through each team next and pick the most improved player from that division from that team um and then so for the broncos we've talked about them multiple times already but uh, i'm gonna pick drew Locke as being the most improved player on the broncos you already know why we've said it yeah yeah um i think drew Locke will make significant strides but you're out of your mind if you think i'm gonna pick anybody but noah fan here uh since literally since whole nine started i've been a noah fan fan Oh god, hate that. A Noah fan. Um, <laughs> a Noah fan. 
I hate the both of you. Um, <laughs> We're both fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a new co-host and a new co-host of the whole nine draft pod. Um, <laughs> Dylan and I will just start our own podcast. It's fun. <laughs> With blackjack and hookers. Yeah. Shout out to that uh, reference if anyone who gets it. <laughs> um, see, I'm going to put no offense. I think that obviously like everyone talks about the first year tight ends always struggle early uh no offense did struggle last year i don't think he'll have that issue this year at all especially with so many more weapons around him this year i think he'll find he'll find it much easier to get open yeah i i thought about putting no offense but i think that i honestly do think that the presence of albert Okwegbunam is going to limit him just a little bit, just because uh, Alberto already has the chemistry with Drew Locke from playing at Missouri together. And also, Alberto looked way better as a player playing with Drew Locke than he did playing with Kelly Bryant last year. Um, so I ended up picking also Drew Locke, like, like Dylan touched on. The reasons are obvious. We've talked about him a bunch already this segment. There's really not a whole lot that we need to say about it. And then someone we all picked, um, again, is going to be the Chargers' most improved player is being Nazir Adderley. Nazir. Um, I love Nazir. Yeah. Uh, he is super talented, stay healthy, and then uh, another again, it's another case where there's a bunch of talent around him now that will make him better, um, make his job easier, and make him be able to focus on uh, not having to worry about it. Also, just players that can, like, you know, teach him. If everyone stays healthy, healthy in that secondary, that secondary is crazy. That's you have disgusting. Casey Hayward, Desmond King, Chris Harris, Derwin James, and Nasir Adderley. Assuming that Nasir Adderley is, you know, plays up to the talent that we know he has, like that. That's sickening. It's disgusting. I love it. And it's a and it's a thing like even maybe past this year. I think this year will be awesome for him just because you know you have the Chris Harris's and Casey Haywards to help. You know he can he can still learn some. They may be corners, but he can still learn yeah, yeah. some things from them. Yeah, for sure. And then um, and the next team is going to be the Chiefs. The most improved player I have is another safety. It's going to be uh, Juan Thornhill. He had a good he had a good season. Uh, last year um, and it's just another this is going to be another thing of just you know second year in the league learning um, and just performing better I, I like his game a lot and I think he's just going to keep improving being able to play with uh, Tyron Matthew yeah mine the player that I picked is Mecole Hardman uh, he's just so fast and so just explosive uh, I think having another year under his belt of actually learning how to run routes and fitness or how to run routes better and fitness offense better uh and the possibility that we already spoke about with maybe sammy watkins won't be there so just the touches will yeah, open up for him i think michael harden is going to be the most improved player yeah i i also picked Juan thornhill i think like dylan said just second year in the nfl playing with tyron matthew is going to elevate any safety, especially Juan Thornhill, who I really liked coming out in 2019. Um, I'm still upset that the Chiefs ended up getting him because he was one of my favorite players in that draft class. Um, I think he's going to make some strides. I don't actually think... Was he a full-time starter last year? I don't think he was. I, um, think, I think he. 
I think he took over the job like towards the towards the end of the season, like second half of the year. Um, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong in the comments or whatever. But I think second year, I think he's going to have a pretty secure hold on that starting safety job. So he doesn't have to worry about that as much anymore. And I think it's going to allow him to play a little bit looser um, and be the talent that we saw at Virginia. He, no, he started all season. Oh, okay. He started 16 games, according to Pro Football Reference. Okay. Then he, I think he, I think he just like was, was quiet for the first couple games and like just getting up to speed and everything. But yeah. my point remains the same. I was going to see if I could see snap counts. Yeah, he played he played eighty nine percent of the snaps. Okay. So yeah. huh. all right. Well Yeah. But just, again, just it's just a, a thing of improving and making season. Yeah, it's just a thing of improving and making your status known. Yeah, exactly. Um and then lastly we have the Raiders most improved player. Um I'm gonna say Demarius Randall um being able to go back to uh being a safety. Um and just having that uh that familiarity and i think he fits better as a safety which is why he's playing as a safety there and i think he's gonna have a good season here better than he did last year i listened to cleveland farrell uh fourth overall pick last year which was surprising to many um but i think that with that year under his belt and teams are gonna be much more focused on max crosby this year that I think it's going to open up for Cleveland Farrell. Um, yeah, I think this is the year he really turns around. He was mainly used in a situational role last year. He only played about 60% of the snaps, so not a ton. Uh, they put him in coverage a couple times, and that's... Don't do that. Um, <laughs> that's just, like, not a good decision. I think that they won't test him with that too much this year. Uh yeah, I think he's got a lot of room to improve, and I'm hoping that he's taking advantage of this long off season to do so. Yeah, I also put Clellan Farrell. Um, my reasoning was basically that I don't. I think that so many people were disappointed by his rookie campaign that any any sort of like solid starter season would be considered an improvement, um, and also like everyone on the Raiders that seems like they're going to play a meaningful role is either Derek Carr or a rookie or maybe a second year player. So it's kind of hard to pick from. Um, but yeah, Brandon touched on pretty much everything I was going to say. I think Farrell, like they just need to use him correctly is what it really comes down to for me. It's just like put him in pass rush situations. Don't make him cover for God's sake. Why would you ever think that's a good idea? And like, just let him do what he does best, and I think he'll be fine. All right, and I think that actually about does it for us today. Um, thank you, Alex, for coming on and being a little bit of a, a guest. Yeah, anytime. I'm, yeah, um, I'm always around. Yeah, it was a fun episode. We got to talk to Josh. Had a fun time talking to him about anything but football. Um, and then, you know continuing with the the nfc west so join us next year AFC. next afc west um and then join us uh on i think like monday or tuesday whenever we talk about whatever college conference we're talking about you can find me on twitter at dilly sanders you can find brandon on twitter at devines underscore brandon you can find alex on twitter at alex Kansen, and you can find the show on twitter at all nine sports come talk to us 
have fun. And yeah. Have a good day. Bye.